Hello, we are back. This is It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the technical side, the cynical cinephile side, if you will. And the hopeless romantic side, where I take a look at all things romance and chemistry, if I feel the sparks. Mm-hmm. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And thank you for joining us today. Just a quick disclaimer, it is Memorial Day night, mm-hmm. so there might be some fireworks intermittently spaced. Um, I don't know if the mic's going to pick it up. It's going to be fun to see, so do keep that in mind as we move forward. <laughs> Well, even if we don't hear the fireworks outside, we definitely are going to talk about some fireworks that was happening in this movie. Okay. That was good. That got me. Yeah. So this week, we didn't have a new premiere. Nope. Uh, The summer nights movies don't start till next weekend, but I was like, what movie are we going to do? And this movie, I kind of, you know, used it as a way to get you to see it. Because yeah. I've, I've already watched it, and I loved it, and I felt that you would love it, <laughs> and I really just wanted us to talk about it. Okay. So, we're talking about Love to the Rescue. Yes, we are. This came out in 2019, so it's an older one. Yes. I just recently saw it, maybe a few months ago, when they were playing, because it was a spring movie. Mm-hmm. So, when they were rehashing some of the older spring ones, I happened upon it, and I... I I love this movie. Just we're just I'm just it's gonna be a gush fest for me for okay. sure. So there's no question of if, if I would watch it again because I already have and I would watch it again. Um, so the real question is Hamilton, would you watch this movie again? Well, you were you always give me a fun activity <laughs> here. Uh, let's see, doing some light fencing. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, I would 100% watch this movie again. This movie was such a breath of fresh air from some of the, the ones we've seen lately. It, it was, it was great. It, I almost have no, no criticism for it. The criticisms that I do have are so minor, very nitpicky, um, just across the board from a storytelling point of view, a technical side, they, they knocked it out of the park. I mean, this, this might be one of the strongest Hallmark films in, in a long time. Um, it's just uncannily good. I know. And that's why I was, I really just wanted us to talk about it. Um, because when I saw it, I felt the same way that I was just like, wow, like this movie, and we've talked about this. There's just some sort of like hallmark magic that happens, Mm -hmm. um, where all of the stars align. (laughs) Um, you're on fire tonight. (laughs) I know they talk about stars in the movie and I, I love these two leads. Yep. So I had a good feeling about it. You know, I was a little worried because it there's a dog in it. And sometimes, you know, when they center a movie around a dog, it could be really cheesy. Yeah, it usually and, is super cheesy. Yeah. So I wasn't quite sure. But uh, no, it was, I think it, it was a almost perfect movie. Yeah, I mean, I really, um, I feel the same way. I, I feel like this is a near perfect movie. It's, yeah, I just, I just want to get into it. I don't, I don't even want to. Okay. Let's just jump right in, because I got stuff to say. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll do a quick plot summary. Give, up, give us that plot summary. Kate is a passionate creative who has her dream job and is a single parent with a daughter who is begging for a special, specific rescue dog. Eric is a rule follower and also a single parent whose son desperately wants the same dog. They decide to share this dog, and as they spend time together, their kids become best friends, and Kate and Eric get more out of the deal than a dog. They fall in love. Uh, that was a near-perfect plot summary as well. Uh, I mean, there's so much to this movie. I didn't want to get like too deep into it, so I just had to... There know. really is. Um, I guess we'll, we'll start with our two leads, our two main leads. Why don't you give us uh, the lowdown? I mean, I think he's he's one of my personal favorites. Oh, my goodness. So, well, Nikki Deloche uh, plays Kate. And mm. if you've listened to this podcast before, we love her. I don't think there's a movie, a Hallmark movie, that she's been in that I have not loved. There's got to be one. I right? would have to go down her roster. But <laughs> at least in the last few years, like anything she's done, I've, I I've loved. I think you're right. Yeah, she's, yeah, okay. 
She knows yeah. how to pick them. She knows how to pick them. She she does, and she's just amazing. I just I love I love her. Uh, and then Michael Rady, who he's been in a few Hallmark. I've seen him in some other things. Uh, you know, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Was he in that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he was in a show called Greek that I watched. He's been in a few other things. Uh, absolutely just... He's awesome. A big fan of his. No, he, he's phenomenal. He he can say so much with his eyes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, you know, he, it doesn't... It doesn't... He's not bad on the eyes. <laughs> but we loved him in New Year's Resolution. Oh my goodness, yeah. Which was another great... And speaking of uh, New Year's Resolution, the writer of this movie, which I think... I think was one of the biggest reasons why this movie worked so well was the writing. And that credit goes to Sarah Montana, who also wrote New Year's Resolution, mm-hmm. which we loved. And I have to say that I feel like she she's only done a few Hallmark movies so far, but she is like really becoming one of my favorite Hallmark writers. Yeah. Like she's, she's, she's up, amazing. She's up there for me. I yeah. mean, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. Um, Writing, especially for me from the, the technical point of view, is, is hugely, hugely important. Um, not just from a plot standpoint, but the conversations these characters have. Uh, we've talked about conversations in the past, how sometimes these movies, it feels like it's, you know, like they're teenagers talking when mm-hmm. they're adults. So many adult conversations here. It didn't feel forced at all, though. Just natural, just blew me away. I, I mean, I kept waiting for the bottom to fall out of this movie, and it never did. Even with the conflict, which we'll get into, obviously... It, it didn't fall out. Um, and a lot of that, I think, has to do with the writing, 100%. Also, there are two leads, and also the supporting cast. Oh, I mean, yeah. the, the two children in this, this role crushed it, absolutely crushed it. They, so believable. And even right from the start, as this movie starts, we see, um, you know, they do like a little montage of Kate and her daughter and Eric and his son and... It's great. I mean, you immediately see the connection these these families have. Just a great way to start the movie. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I felt like the, within the first, at least the first, like, five minutes of the movie, I was like, I'm going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, no doubt about it. I'm going to love it. Like, I just knew. I was like, this is going to be a great movie. And then I was like, Ham has to see this movie because, you know. And then when I realized that it was set in Savannah, yeah. I was just like, this is just a home run over here. No, it's funny because they, they started the film and we see like these old row homes and I'm like, is this, is this Philadelphia? And then we see the Spanish moss. I'm like, oh, okay, there's Savannah. There's a park right out right outside there. Um, and for those of you that don't know, we, we live in Charlotte. Um, I have family that lives in Savannah. So we go to Savannah pretty often and it is, it is gorgeous. And Savannah, you know, once again, you know, this wasn't really a destination film per se, but Savannah plays a prominent role. And I, I love films when they do that. It makes us makes me feel like I'm there. Oh, yeah. I mean, and obviously, most of the Hallmark movies are shot in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we love those locations. Yeah. But this was kind of like a nice little departure. So it almost felt like a destination because it was like <laughs> different um, scenery. And yeah, I just, I loved, I loved the locations that they had in the film. Um, and also getting to be like, oh, I know where that is mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that was fun. So yeah, the and I agree. The kids are amazing. Yeah, they really add so much to the movie, as well as the whole cast. Like all of the cast was, I think, fantastic in the movie. Especially, I'm gonna give a quick shout out. Quick shout out to Liam, who is the ex-husband of Kate, played by Anthony Triceri. I mean, we're talking ex-boyfriend, ex-husband material. Uh, phenomenal job. I don't know if we've ever had, well, I mean, I'm going to go ahead. I, I got to gush. I don't know if we've ever had a relationship like this where we have Kate who has, who is divorced from Liam and they're still, they're still friends. They're still friends. They have a great relationship. You know, they co-parent. Um, fantastic because it's true to life. It's a real relationship and uh, Liam plays it so well. So does Kate, but that interaction was just spot on and I mean, I loved it. I loved it. So quick yeah, shout out there. healthy exes. I mean, we're here for that. Like yeah, that, I think definitely we don't see enough of that. And I loved their relationship so much. I love that, you know, he could, she could confide in him and mm-hmm. he knew when something was wrong and they, you know, could still joke around with each other. And like, 
just their communication is oh amazing. Yeah, the adult conversations, and it was re- refreshing. That's the word I'm looking for. It was a refreshing take on Hallmark on a Hallmark film. I, I, I'm here for it. Yeah, both of the other, um, uh, you know, Eric's. We see the movie opening. Eric's in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone, um, and a lot of times they try to make that person out to be not so great, or mm-hmm. there's something wrong with them. Like, why would they leave them? And I loved how refresh, like refreshing, that's the word <laughs> we keep using. But that Bianca was great. Yeah. Like, there was nothing wrong with her. They just didn't go together, and it was you know amicable. And I like I loved that everything, like you said, was like mature and yep. grown up and they communicated and it was just so nice to see yeah unfortunately it feels sort of like a rare treat when it happens like that and boy howdy it, <laughs> it was it was fantastic boy howdy but let's let's get into the the meet cute i'm sorry I, i'm going off on a tear about liam um and the kids let's let's just go no <laughs> into, into um, the meet cute well, before we do, we are shouting out. I do want to shout out the kids' names because I do no, think they do. were yeah. so phenomenal. Uh, Sophia's played by Michaela Russell, who was fantastic. She was actually in the Ant-Man uh, movies. Oh, I knew she looked familiar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. Uh, she's adorable. And then Owen is played by Max Ivaton. Okay. And, um, yeah, I thought both of the kids were amazing. I love how they have, like, the mirroring of, like, Eric's son is like Kate and Mm -hmm. Kate's daughter is like Eric. I thought that was super clever and very cute, but the meat cute. So let's jump into some romance because even like they're not, so Kate and Eric are not super fans of each other, but it's not like a normal, um, like a normal way where they're like really mean to each other or anything. They just kind of see things differently. And I love how they approached it. And I just thought they're like the meat cute. So, you know, he's like PTA dad, rule follower, laminates things. <laughs> and she's just, you know, carefree, you know, I'm an animator. <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I thought that was really funny that he's like desperately trying to like rope her into joining the PTA to like help with the carnival and stuff. And she just, like, keeps having these excuses that he just keeps, like, knocking them Mm -hmm. down. And, yeah, like, their interaction, I just thought, was so spot on. And it was really funny and cute. Yeah, it was a great great interaction they had when, you know, he sees her from across the way. And he kind of, there's kind of, like, a look. There's a little bit of a, "Mm." He's like, who is that? Yeah, not on my watch. And he goes over to try and, you know, get her to join the PTA. And she refused, like, she refuses, like, right away. So... That whole interaction was fun, you know, it kind of sets up everything. And the romance, you know, I, th- I think was a slow burn, you know, it kind of starts to build. Um, and, but it was fun. It, it, it felt genuine, it felt real. Believable, yeah, because I mean, well, Eric has a girlfriend, right. so. But know. she doesn't know that at first until she's like, oh, Bianca, like that yeah. whole that whole scene where she's like, Bianca, oh, B- there's a Bianca? Yeah, of course there's a Bianca. Like that whole thing, which is great. Yeah, and of course, you know, she does, there is some foreshadowing that she says, you know, she's not, she mentions it, though, her rule that she's not going to date, you know, while Sophia is still a kid. So that's like some foreshadowing Mm of, oh man, you know, I'm sure this is going to come back around. But yes, slow burn is a great way to say it. And I... I loved it for them. Like, I thought it made it that much more enjoyable. So when we did have these moments with them, like, it just felt so palpable. Like, their chemistry, I thought, was amazing. And just, and yeah, Michael Rady, he just can, like, give a look that just, like you said, says so much. And there were quite a few moments like that in the movie that I just, like, you could just feel what he was thinking just from how he was looking at her yeah he's a, he's a great actor I, I love this I really do love this work and anytime he's in the film I'm, I'm there for it 100% yeah for sure and yeah their interactions were just so funny and genuine and I just loved seeing their different sides sort of like clash and it just yeah. it made for it was just very entertaining and they played him both so well not over the top you know just, no it was we keep saying this like realistic genuine like these are the words that come to us because that that's what we felt. Like these characters felt like real characters because they could have easily just like hammed this up, you know, to the point of absurdity. And you know, sometimes those are fun movies, but there was a little, you know, there's this bubble of just authenticity here that they didn't stray from, and, and I'm, I loved it. 
Yeah, and just subtle little things like, you know, how he laminated the rules for, you know, like, this is what we're doing with the dog. And, you know, just kind of like the look she gives, like, Mm -hmm. okay, he like laminated it. But then she's like, kind of looking at it like, okay, like, this makes (laughs) sense. Like, reading them, like, just little things like that I just thought was so clever. But we, I guess we need to mention the dog. So they... Do we, do we need to mention <laughs> I know. This movie is... It's about the rescue dog, but it's actually not. Well, the, yeah. I mean, it's funny because the previews almost turned me off from it. Because like, oh, another another dog. Film. Right. Like, I don't... This isn't going to be good. You know? So, you know, the minute they're like, oh, we're going to share a dog. So this was like the first maybe kind of feeling like I was like, oh, like this isn't, this isn't a good idea. This is going to be silly. Like obviously the most, is, the most ridiculous idea ever. Yeah. I'm like, obviously this is going to be the conflict. They're going to be fighting yeah. over the dog. And like, this is just a bad idea. Right. Like this poor dog, you know, is going to just be, you know, brought back and forth mm-hmm. between these two families. But it wasn't like it, it worked. I mean, the dog wasn't even to me in the forefront, you know? And I thought that, they did it very well that it was like they had the kids in there but there was a lot going on in the movie but everything worked really well together like nothing felt too much or too little like it all just flowed yeah it it flowed great and again when the the shelter person shelter worker shelter employee sure okay when they when they suggested you guys could share them for a month i'm like what in the world are you, are you talking I know, about i was like that? the kids are gonna get so attached like someone's gonna break like the dumbest idea i've ever heard um and to me that is the only sort of you know quote-unquote downfall of the film is that the idea is just absolutely ridiculous yeah i don't think anyone would ever actually suggest that because it's a terrible idea i just met you stranger i don't want to share a dog with you come on and i honestly for the dog like i don't think that is a good idea like realistically for the dog to be in two different homes like especially a rescue dog like you want them to get acclimated to their owner to the place they're going to be living so i think that would have been a lot for that oh for sure and so i mean that was my only real gripe of the film is that the the plot of that was just ridiculous to me but we don't know maybe we've never fost co-fostered a dog no, with it, someone else so. i'm pretty sure it's ridiculous so if any of our listeners have <laughs> shared a rescue dog before and it's with a handsome out. stranger so i mean i mean that that part was silly um and but it, you can get over that the rest of the film is just yeah it didn't really you know. bad. The, the first you know impression of it i was like oh <laughs> this is not gonna work but it didn't bother me. Yeah. It, they really did it well. So yeah. well, let's let's touch on some technical. Sure. Because I got I got some technical things. I was just gonna keep talking about the romance. Dog. You're no. gonna call them the dog. <laughs> the dog and then romance. Yeah. Um, technically speaking, this film was great. I mean, very little things. Like I said, minor issues here and there. Uh, it was shot well. They everybody knows I'm big on lighting. You know. Um, and if it's lit well, he'll watch anything. For real though, like honestly, that's his like slogan. And the, but it's a true yeah. slogan because I, I mean, yeah. Um, and this film was lit very well. They're in Savannah, so they're dealing with a lot of harsh sunlight. The only sort of negative thing I have to say is that a lot of times they're in shade, and so their faces are going to be flat because they're basically blocking that, that sunlight from above, and so it just creates a nice, it creates this sort of flat kind of shadowed effect, and you know. I wasn't crazy about it, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't take me out of the film. Obviously, I don't think it bothered you. I didn't notice. Okay. Uh, but there were often times... I was just looking into Michael Rady's <laughs> eyes and, yeah. There, There were some times, though, when they would do that sort of, you know, their faces are in complete shadow, you know, like a light shadow. It's not harsh. And then they would have, especially on Michael, they would have like this little rim light of bright sunlight hitting the back of his head, going down the side of his face, giving a little contrast and contour gorgeous when that happened i was just clapping my hands like little moments like that they would do every once in a while stunning well we'll give shout out then to shout outs to uh the director uh stephen r monroe okay. uh he also directed reunited at christmas which is another nikki deloche um if you remember that's with the merry christmas the grandmother from the great christmas oh yeah where they say merry it christmas. yeah merry christmas Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's a funny little tidbit from uh, Deck the Hallmark podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Uh, that was like, to me, one of their funniest episodes. Yeah. Um, that uh, insane was pretty hilarious. Yeah, and <laughs> I went back and I counted yeah. when, when they brought that up and I just thought that was amazing. Um, but that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and also Christmas Tree Lane, which we loved the the look of that movie. Oh, yeah. That movie mm-hmm. was beautifully directed. Um, and cinematography, Eric J. Goldstein. Okay. Well, Eric did, did a nice job. The only time that I think he, they, they kind of slipped up was in the PTA meeting. He broke the, the 180 rule a few times, going moving the camera across the line. Um, so that was the only little little slip up there. I mean, everything else was, you know, spot on. Um, they had some nice shots with the Spanish moss. You know, they had some nice B-roll of Savannah. I mean, it's hard to not shoot well in Savannah when you're surrounded by all those those beautiful trees and, you know, all those sort of old buildings and alleyways. Oh, gorgeous. yeah, it's gorgeous. And the locations, too. The homes they lived in, the set design. Oh, my goodness. I mean, great. It, it felt lived in. It felt, again, authentic, real, genuine. Everywhere they went just felt like a, a part of Savannah. Even at the school, the way they shot it, um, there's this one scene where they're walking out of the classroom together to pick up the kids, and they're backlit, and you've got the Savannah you know, sunset in the background the sp- coming through the Spanish moss, a little bit of rim light on Michael's head, like, oh my God, what a shot. Like, that was beautiful. I, w- I was there for it. So there are some really wonderful little shot scenes here throughout, and every time I felt like they were making sure that you knew you were in Savannah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was no mistaking it. Um, but I loved that. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Even if you've never been, like, you would think, wow, that's a beautiful place. And I want to go there. And you should. And you should. So back to some romance. If we must. If we must. I think that, like I said, they have, like, some really great interactions together. One of my favorite, not my favorite, but the first time I sort of, like... So it's not your favorite. It's not my favorite. It's one of my okay. favorite scenes that... One is, I think, hilarious and very well acted by both of them. Um, is when she gets to pick a, a an obedience school for for Bruce the dog, and she takes him to some was it like fuzzy time yeah. friends or whatever hippie, hippie dog place <laughs> hippie dog place where you know they share their feelings and do a lot of breathing, which I just I thought was so fun and. There's a part where they're like doing some breathing, and obviously Eric is not, you know, a, a super calm. You know, he's trying to get the dog to sit, but not in the calming way that Kate did it. You know, mm-hmm. after she did some breathing exercises, so she tries to get him to calm down, and she just like grabs him. Oh yeah, and she has like her hand on his chest, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> It was just like the most normal thing. Like she didn't think twice about it. He didn't. He didn't react. React. No, he didn't react. It was like it. She belonged there. Like they've. She's touched him a million times. Like it was no um, big deal. But it. But I felt it. Like I reacted. Yeah. Even though Eric didn't. Maybe he was. I'm sure he was like maybe reacting inside. But I loved that scene. And I and I I loved that. You know, we get that sort of touch and you you feel it i felt the the sparks mm-hmm. did you feel it I, I definitely did yeah that was that was a scene no for real that was the scene i know and then when the teacher is like oh you guys you know can stop flirting or whatever and i just have to say nikki deloche <laughs> she does comedy so well she does drama well too well she yeah she does, she does everything yeah. well but i specifically in this scene the comedy I just thought was was brilliant when she, when she mentions the flirting and she's just like no no no, no 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 and he's like counting her nose. No, that that scene was was hilarious. I almost thought it went on too long, but I think the fact that it went on so long made it even funnier. I'm like, wow, they're really like hammering this in. So I'm glad they stuck to it. I thought that was kind of a risk they did it. I it worked. It worked. They just drug on and on. They went for it, and that's why I liked it because you you aren't expecting it. Like you think it's gonna end, and it's like no, yeah. it's still going and it just makes like you feel so uncomfortable for her because then she starts backing away and i was like oh my gosh she is making this so much worse and then she trips not only is she leaving then she like trips over do you think things. that was a real do you think she was supposed to trip i i, I want to find out so bad like do you think i was like, i feel like yes okay. but she, that's how that's how good of a job she did yeah because it makes you think that it just naturally yeah. happened that way no for sure and then of course like eric's reaction uh, that was awkward. Just <laughs> saying, stating the obvious, like we were all thinking like that was, it was super awkward and that's why I loved it. Yeah, but it wasn't like painful awkward. It was just like, 
it was it was just a fun scene, you know. Because then he's like, "No, I have a, a girlfriend, and I love that she's like, and I have a job." <laughs> I think that's the first time she he she realizes he has a girlfriend too. Right? Yeah, and that's why that's where she has that whole Bianca, of course, Bianca, like that whole thing. Just yeah, that's what makes oh, it worse because she's already like, "Oh no!" Like try not to after the touch. Try not to admit that she knows that there's something yeah. going on, but she's just like, "No, like." How could you possibly be able to tell that something's going on when I, you know, can't even tell? Um, and then finding out that he has a girlfriend. So then it's just... It's just a mess. But it's a beautiful mess. A beautiful mess, for no, but, sure. You know, and it's funny because because um, this I feel like this was a different character for her. You know, Nikki usually plays not, not the creative kind of person like a little bit more serious roles and you know correct me if i'm wrong because i think you've seen him a few more times than i have some of her movies but i feel like she goes for a lot more of a just a, a serious dramatic role this she had a lot more comedy in here she had a lot more fun i think with the role and it was believable and it just it worked for me yeah i definitely think it was a much more of sort of they kind of use i think he uses the word zany for her yeah. like she's just kind of um She's a creative. Yeah. She's a creative. <laughs> and, and, I, and I really enjoyed seeing her in this role. I do think, yeah, some of her ro- roles are a little bit more reserved. or mm-hmm. Reserved, they, that's the word, reserved. Yeah, yeah, they bring in a bit more of, of her serious emotional Because she side. crushes the serious too, but she can apparently crush comedy. That yeah, was she's usually more like an Eric, I guess. You yeah, for say. real. <laughs> I, I think that's what it was so interesting to see was the roles reversed because, you know, he can be more of the you know, the comic relief a little bit, you know, the jokes and everything. So it felt like these roles were swapped and I think it worked for both characters. Yeah. Or both actors, rather. Yes. So I will say, if we if you don't mind, if we can talk a little bit about uh, the animation. Sure. Uh, so, the other, again, these are very minor little quips I have. The If you're making a film, if you're making an animated film, you do not do half of the film and then be like, oh, what should we do for the ending? That's That's not how that's done, ever like ever especially in a studio setting like that you know what the film is going to be from start to finish because what happens like it happened here is you completely change the beginning to fit the end like that that was also like the unbelievable thing was how they're like oh i don't know what this ending is going to be it's like no you do because you have you're already working on it you know what i mean yeah that's again minor thing well, that's not how Kate works. She just She, snaps. you know, she's that free spirit. She just kind of, she starts in the middle and then she works her way all around. You know, she just, she doesn't follow rules. Apparently. Apparently. So, um, I God, did think God it, bless her because that is not how I did think film. it was funny when she makes like the CV for Eric and it's like, I mean, it seems like she does it in a very short amount of time. 20 minutes, I think it is. 20, and I was minutes. like, there's no way. No, no. I don't care how good she is. There's no way she made that within that. And I know they were like simple drawings. Oh, yeah, no, simple drawing, but I mean animated. The animation, yeah. You know, but it wasn't really technically frame by frame. So that you can't, it looked a little jumpy. So, but yeah, it would, it would take a little bit longer than 20 minutes for her to do that. But you know, it's a movie. I know. Let's extend our, our disbelief. <laughs> these, share yeah, a dog? These are like sure. The Let's share a dog. <laughs> make an animated film but don't have an ending? Sure. Make that. Make that happen. Um, I didn't mind it at all, though. I just no. thought it was funny. But I was it like, was, it was cute. Wait. No, I thought the little movie was <laughs> cute. And I loved that they... I love that this movie felt different. It wasn't uh, sort of like the normal tropes that we always see. I loved that we had a creative. We don't have you know sometimes they'll throw a yeah. photographer in there but i love that this was like a different career um well, even even liam who is a photographer speaking of throwing a photographer i love liam I, I tend to love the x's like the x's are great uh but even in we have a quick shot of his home i don't know if you caught this this is how detailed this is why i love this movie is because details it's all about the details we have a quick shot of liam's home when he's on the phone with kate early in the film and it looks like a photographer's home he has his work all over his walls of his, the photography that he shot. Like, they didn't need to do that. But, you know, the set designer was like, you know what? Let's have some photos here because he's a photographer. Of course he's going to have his work up. So I love that little detail. Yeah. I love seeing, like, Kate's, like, always sketching, yeah. like, in her thing. Like, I just love seeing these sort of 
different careers. It's not like, oh, I work in a corporate office and I'm Marketing. trying <laughs> to, you know, make an app or do it. Like, I feel like we see the same jobs over and yeah. over Business. in advertising or, yeah. yeah. So it was very... And traffic coordinator. Like, speaking of, like, random jobs. It was so specific. So, I don't know, like, if Sarah Montana, like, pulled from, like, actual people that she knew that had these jobs. Because, yes, his was so specific. And then even, they have this really lovely talk about dream jobs. Mm -hmm. And he's like, who actually, you know, has their dream job? And she's like, uh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, Kate. Uh, And she asks him, like, what his dream job is. And... I don't even remember. It's some like advocacy for affordable housing, yeah. like very specific. Again, Not what I would have thought his dream job would have been. It was very fitting for his character. Right. But I love that it was like so specific and it made it that much more believable. Right. And it's, it's an interesting tactic too. And, you know, for his character and in that moment, that whole conversation that you mentioned was just beautifully written, beautifully acted. I love, love that scene so much. I think that was the ice cream scene, right? Yes. Yeah, so much looks in the ice cream scene too. But so it's an interesting thing to do where you're hyper specific about a character detail, and so it has to be real mm-hmm. instead of going generic. You can be generic business person, like you said, like advertising. Like okay, there there are certain Hallmark films where we don't even know what they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we we have no idea what they do, and so to be so specific for these these jobs that I've never even heard of a traffic coordinator. I don't know what that is. Um, he coordinates the traffic. Apparently. But like, I loved it. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I want more of this. Go hyper-specific. It's such a neat tactic. Yeah, well, because they have this line where he's like saying that he loves to go hiking. That she's like, what's like the most adventurous yeah. thing you do? And he's like, hiking. And I go and I find, you know, on this long trail to find like the most like high traffic spot to like watch. And it was just like, yeah, again, very specific. <laughs> And that's when we find out he's a traffic coordinator. But I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, just the writing, like the detail I just thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it just makes you feel like these characters are real. Well, um, it's just kind of random because like, you know, him wanting to like do these low income housings. It reminded me, you know, of my brother he, who lives in Savannah with his wife. And, you know, they redo old houses down there, you know, to save them, put them on the historical record. And it's, again, a very specific job. So I just... I got that connection. I'm like, oh, this guy's like my brother. He's yeah. like going around saving Savannah. Um, so, you know, shout out Ward Architecture down in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. So um, that was really neat. I definitely got that connection. Well, yeah. And I mean, like the specific story he tells of why he loves it. So it's not like yeah. he just says this was my dream job. But then he says why this was his dream job. Because he went to, had a, like a course in An college. Intern, yeah. yeah. And yes, again, with the ice, like we talked about the ice cream. Like I love like they were actually like eating in this movie. I feel like a lot of times we don't see people like actually eat the thing. And I've explained to you why that is. I know. But there's like one of the beginning scenes where Kate, she's got like this huge burrito. Yeah. And she is just going for it. Like she takes like the biggest bite. And I mean, it was like, I love this movie because she's actually eating this burrito and she's going to town and it's like the biggest burrito and she takes that big bite and then they're actually eating the ice cream like i just you know it's funny you mentioned that because you know for those of you that don't know i've I've said this before but the reason why you don't see a lot of eating in film is because they have to keep eating constantly like for every take so every take they have to keep eating and then we've we've seen a lot of mess ups where they're drinking a drink and it's half full (laughs) half empty you know so it's very complicated to do so they must have done very short takes on this or i I don't know what they did but it was it made it real well they picked great things to eat a lot of so burrito i mean (laughs) it was a 20 20 it was a really big burrito so she probably could have taken like five bites 10 bites out of that and it would still be pretty hefty and then ice cream i mean you could eat like a ton of ice cream that's true Um, so they were smart in that way smart on the eating so yeah that that's a great call out there so to me one of the if not the most like sparks for me Mm -hmm. scene eric and bianca break up okay yeah and amicable yeah which was another great scene. Just that whole talk about, you know, how she saw love mm-hmm. and... Well, real quick. That scene, there, there's a moment where he picks up the wine and twirls it and, and like, smells it. Like, just such a... Again, a small detail of the character. It, it's Eric. Like, that's what he does. Yeah. Like, 
I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm, I'm so into this. Like, I'm, it's such a real person to me now, you know? Because that's what I would do, you know? You just swirl the wine, and um, usually the wine's just, it's a set piece. You don't interact with it. And so to just see that, again, small thing, big impact. Yeah. To, you know, there's movies that you watch, and you're like, I'm watching a movie. Yeah. And these people are in a movie, mm-hmm. and they're acting. And then there are movies where you're just, like, immersed in it, and you know these characters, and you're just watching whatever they're doing like you you know and that was this movie Mm -hmm. so he comes to pick up his son because of course kate agrees to babysit so he could go on a date liam gets on to her about that great scene yeah (laughs) and he comes in and there's this the scene where they're in like the foyer Mm -hmm. and it's just them and it's super quiet the kids are asleep and it's only for like a few seconds but they're just like standing there, not saying anything. He sees she's got like pain all over him, and he's just like staring at her. Yeah. He just broke up with Bianca, <laughs> and he's like knowing, like these are he's feeling the feelings. And I don't know that scene. Nothing was said. Yeah. And it was like the most like impactful scene for me and it was lit so well (laughs) it was it was lit so well i mean we're talking this great rim around both of them just beautiful beautiful lighting that scene and yes the impact that him realizing that i'm i'm single now i can have i can not feel guilty about these feelings just wonderful i mean well just now this was like this is our podcast is like me getting so excited about them just staring at each other and you are so excited about the well lit scene that's why that's why we both love this movie because they they do everything right for us they do everything right but yeah i mean that that scene was was wonderful yeah i just was like oh and even even you know there's a moment later on where we think there's kind of an almost kiss moment and you know we talk about the tropes of hallmark and for the first time, I was like, "No, they shouldn't kiss here. It's not right. It's not. It's not time for that." And I was happy they didn't. It, and it didn't feel like they were teasing the almost kiss either. It was. It was a. I've never seen that before, where they were just kind of staring at each other at the end of the night. And I was like, "No, they're not going to kiss because you don't need to." And they, it was just. It was odd. Do you know what I mean? I feel like too, like the kids made it seem different, like because you you know they're trying to respect, like you mm-hmm. know they have boundaries. Like I just felt like these characters were just so mature, yeah. And it was just so nice, like you know they yeah. It was after the carnival, I think yeah. they put the kids to sleep in the car, and they're gonna say goodbye, and it's like they're just staring at each other. And they're but you're like no, it wouldn't make sense for them to kiss. Like their kids are in the car, it's late, like they gotta go home. It would be weird for that to be a first kiss, even though. You know they're probably in a normal movie. They might do that. Yeah. And to me, just real quick on on the costuming of the film, because you know we've been looking for that costuming. I thought was great for these characters. You know uh, the outfits they had at the the carnival, and really the outfits throughout the film. I thought were spot on. There was never a moment when I was like, these characters are, you know, where she's wearing pink all the time and he's wearing blue all the time. There was never any of that. You know, they had real outfits. They looked, you know, worn and like. I love that. Again, it just adds to the realness, the genuineness, the authenticity of the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the costuming was great as well. There's this little detail. I don't know why this sticks out in my mind. It's like they meet at the park or in the square mm-hmm. to, you know, hand off the dog. And he's coming in with Owen and he just sort of like, he's just walking and he just sort of like yells off of the distance. Make sure you keep him on a leash, bud. Like, and I don't know why, it just was so, like, it's like, this, again, that's what I'm talking about, is the realness. Like, I just thought that was such, like, a natural Oh, yeah, or when the kids run off, and they're like, stay, they both say, stay where I can see you. Yeah. Like, they both say that, and I'm like, oh, my God, and just, it's little things, guys. It's it's little things in these films that make them impactful and make them just... Yeah, just, I mean, I, I can't even speak. Like, I'm just gushing so much about this. I know. So, yeah, we could go on and just scene by scene. Dissect scene every by scene. little detail. We can. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe one episode we will do that. It'll be like a two, three Maybe hour long, long podcast. <laughs> but back to romance, the final, like, to me, sort of like, ultimate romantic scene, even though I still think the, the foyer scene was like... Mm-hmm my favorite he you know kate's feeling 
she needs some inspiration because she doesn't know how to end her short. <laughs> and so he's like, I got a surprise for you. I'm going to, you know, take you somewhere. And um, Liam watches the kids because Liam's amazing. Right. <laughs> do you, do you want to get in touch with Liam? I kind of do. He's great. I love Liam. Anthony, if you're listening, come on the podcast. <laughs> we'll just have a whole podcast where we talk about how great Liam is. There you go. So he takes her to this like star watching mm-hmm. place because she likes stargazing apparently. Yeah, she mentions it to his friend uh, Carla, mm-hmm. who's also was great. I love yeah. that that was like a relationship. We didn't even talk about his wife. Oh that my passed. god! Yeah, so much. But so he takes her there, and I'm just like, oh, this is so. This is gonna be so romantic, which it was, but it also. It was more of just like informative and like progressing their sort of like like for each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was expecting huge romance. It wasn't so much about the romance as it was about them just getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah. but I loved that. Yeah. Like it just felt, it felt right. Like I loved their, you know, they're talking about the, the constellations mm-hmm. and the stars. I love that. Um, one of my favorite movies, Serendipity. It's big on the the constellations. He draws them on her arm. Like anytime there's like people talking about constellations and like star star cross lovers, I'm I'm there. Yeah. Um. So I loved all of that. Yeah. So that scene went on for a bit because it goes to like a commercial and they come back and they're still there. Yeah. I was. I thought I was a little surprised. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay. I know because I was like really enjoying it. Like I was like, I want to stay on this date with them. And then he's like, oh, I brought some snacks, but they're like kid friendly because, you know. and Because he couldn't go to the grocery store, yeah. which is so real. It's just such a real thing. Like, I get that. I would, oh, I was like, oh, I had this great date plan, but I, I couldn't get to the grocery store. So we're eating what we had. Like, I love that. And then like the red wine, like it, it's red. I know. It just says red. <laughs> um, but then she's like, you had me at cheese puffs. And I just, yeah, I just, the conversation was, was great. You know, Kate kind of. Ruins brings the mood. the mood down. Uh, let me ask uh, an awkward uh, question about your dead wife. About your dead wife. That's not how you want to start a conversation. Well, I guess she wasn't thinking of thinking of it as a date. She was, but I mean, she looked yeah. amazing. Yeah, I think so. She was. she was dressed for a date. Yeah. But yeah, I just I I loved that scene. But again, it wasn't. It was. I mean, it was romantic because when they were talking about like the star-crossed lovers, mm-hmm. you could see like they were also communicating with the eyes yeah. again, the looks. You know, they're talking about one thing, but they're saying something saying. else. Their eyes, yes. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, then it kind of takes a little bit of a turn and gets a little serious. But it it was still yeah. really nice because, like, like you said, it was just sort of like progressing their friendship at this point um you know they're just getting to know one another and i thought it was a really meaningful and uh, like a really beautiful scene right no I, I i totally agree i think that was great it was shot well too um yeah we didn't have some fake i mean i don't know spell. how the i know it was definitely i spell. figured it was but it didn't look fake to me no it wasn't like those green screens we've been getting lately no it, it looked authentic. Yeah. Sure. I mean, but they, there was a lot of stars up there. You're not seeing that many stars. In well, that's why they had that, that night because it was going to be when all the stars were well, out. What's so funny too. And we talk about, well, I've talked about, I think details might be like the buzzword of this episode, little details when they get there, she even says, Oh, I've wanted to come to this before, but I've been too busy. So it, it's such a smart move because, of course, she would want to come to this because if she's into astrology or if she's into astronomy, she would know about this. Yeah, it's so, something she says like, "Oh, because it's always been too late." Yeah, and Sophia like has like, to go to bed. Like they yeah. didn't have to include that, but it just made sense. It's like they're trying to cover themselves for everything and just great. great yeah, great, great, great. they knew we were gonna ask. Well, if you loved astronomy, why so haven't you much? been here before, Kate? <laughs> it's like they've been listening to the podcast. And they know we're gonna call them out on all the little things. Um, no, that scene was wonderful, even though it did take a turn. You know, it was it was an interesting. It was it was good to see them have that conversation, um, and it was really touching. It was a really nice touching moment when he's talking about his his dead wife that he loves very much. Still, other neat thing about that, I will say, we don't. You know, there is that scene where he's you know obviously sad about her, but he's ready to move on. You know, we had a few other movies where the wife had just passed away or the the um, the partner had just passed away, and they're still trying to get over that. So there's a lot of sadness and guilt that they're feeling about trying to move on we don't have that here you know he's ready 
And that was nice to see that we're not overburdened with that, you know, for this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been, but... Um, I don't know. They don't say. Yeah, I loved how they kept, like, adding different layers throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you find out, like, okay, he's got this teacher friend that helps him with the PTA, Carla, but then you find out she was best friends with his wife Mm -hmm. that passed. Which is awesome. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, and even Kate's like, oh, I didn't know that. And that was another great scene where she kind of is, like, it's just sort of like letting you see how wonderful they are actually together that she's like you push him yeah like his wife amy did and she's like he needs that um and i love that they are like that for each other it's like they give each other that balance yeah well even even at the pta just real quick she she's because you know I, i was wondering like why is he so into the pta what is like the fact and we find out in that same conversation because they took care of him after his wife passed away yeah. these these moms baked for him gave him casseroles and really was there for him in like his darkest time so that's why he cares so much about the pta and i'm almost getting a little choked up talking about it <laughs> but it's just it's such a beautiful thing this community and just it's like everything was taken care of yeah and they really did a great job of uh of portraying all of that and that yeah. you felt it um let's talk about the conflict because if you're a fan of the podcast if you've listened to us before you know two things. One of those things is Ham loves lighting. Another <laughs> the other thing is Ham hates conflict. And I do. Um, I will say the conflict made sense. This was probably one of the first films, and I don't know how long, where the conflict worked so beautifully. It was done well. It made sense. Um, you know, the kids have a little PowerPoint presentation where they want them to get married. So Kate's like, oh my God, what, this is too soon. Like, this is crazy. Even though, um, even though Eric says, hey, we'll still go slow. She's like, she's not having it. I, I loved it. I loved that conflict. It made sense. It, it was great. Yeah, I agree. As much as I hated it. I didn't even hate it. I was like, okay, this makes sense. Well, it was a heartbreaking conversation. Was, yeah. Acted very well. I mean, the tears. Yeah. We're talking about Michael Rady's eyes this whole podcast. But <laughs> that scene, you see the tears welling up in his eyes. Oh, my heart. That'd be a great band name, Michael Rady's eyes. <laughs> Michael Rady's eyes. But yes, it was believable, you know, I'm just like, oh man, why does she have to be such a good mom? But she's like, you know, I don't follow rules, but this is my one rule. And it makes sense, you know, she doesn't want her kid to get attached, which obviously she already, it's like too late, Kate. So, so yeah, that was kind of heartbreaking because she had just agreed to go on a date with him and, you know, everything seemed promising and hopeful. They're all excited about it. The kids had to ruin it. I know. Kids had a room with PowerPoints. Come on, kids. Uh, so that was a heartbreaking scene, and it made me very sad because I was like, but no, they're so good together. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I knew they were going to get together <laughs> in the end, but it was still heartbreaking as much because even though I knew they were going to get together, and it made me so sad because I just wanted them to be together so much. And you could just see the pain in Eric's eyes like because he knew. I just think he knew, like, like this would work you know but he didn't want to force anything on her and you know he what could he say she was doing it because of her daughter so it's like he's like no you're a good mom i get it yeah and i mean thankfully thankfully we have liam because (laughs) liam is really the one who talks to kate and be like yo what are you doing you're crazy how great of a scene was that she's crying drinking wine watching hallmark you know, it looks like hallmark and watching. she's like yeah of course you just met him you're gonna marry him like she's almost making fun of hallmark films basically and then i love that her ex-husband is the one that comes in is like you need to you know talk needs talking some sense into her there's there's a line he says and i wrote it down and it's beautiful he says i think i wrote it down too did you because it's so great again the writing <laughs> chef kiss Life likes to take a hammer to the best laid plans. And then he goes on about how, you know, Kate's the type of person that's going to take those pieces and put them back together. Like, oh my God, Liam is just a wise sage that sits on the mountaintop just spouting out wisdom to us. That was not the line that I had. Well, because it's such a good line, so, though. It was a life great... Life takes a hammer no, to the best laid plans. It was a great line, but... Because life does. At every turn, life will take that hammer. It felt a little too sagey for me so the line that i love he's a photographer he's very sagey and i love that i get to now talk about it so we had two different lines but mine was that he says you've never been in grown-up love oh yeah before 
which I was like, oh my God, what an amazing premise. Like she hasn't. They met when they were very young. 17. He's all, he's all she's ever known. Yeah. And although in the movie, so I don't know if you caught this. He says, I've known you since seventh grade. But then they say they started dating in high school. And then he's like, he mentioned 17. So I'm like. Did they get married You're not in 17. Did they get married in seventh grade? So I don't know if that was a, a mix up, but. They were kids. They're I'm pretty sure kids. he says I've known you since seventh grade. Yeah. So maybe they knew each other and then they started dating when they yeah. were 17. But but yeah, you've never been in grown-up love. I just thought that was so great. Like, we haven't seen that. She's, like, been with him, this one person her whole life, yeah. and then she hasn't dated since. And so, like, this is the first time she's, like, feeling all of these things that she didn't even realize was love. That she's like, oh, wow, this is what it's like to be in love as a grown-up. Yeah. Because it's completely different that's what and that's what he says it's completely different yeah so you don't like my hammer to the best laid plans no i do i do like but grown-up love is not stagey for you i do like the (laughs) hammer line but i i liked this one well but it all ties in props to sarah for giving the the best lines to the ex for once the ex shines bright once again i haven't liked an ex so much since george I mean, from it was always you. From it was always you. Like Liam is just awesome. Well, George wasn't an ex until oh, that's true. later. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> We're still sorry about that, George. But, um, but no, I loved seeing a likable ex. Yep. That he wasn't. And even Bianca, even Bianca, who is just like the, you know, fly by night kind of ex. You know, uh, no, but honestly, like she again, that breakup was so amicable and mature. And it wasn't because she was just all work, 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 work. You know, she liked him, obviously. And she even said, you're a great guy, but I just, we don't have that spark. And just, yeah, man, great. I just, I'm so excited about this film. Like, I almost want to watch it again, like right away. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we slept on it in 2019 and oh, we're just not finding it. Ridiculous. Well, again, we weren't really watching the non-Christmas yeah. movies. We were missing out. I know. They were trying some neat stuff here that we should have been... We've learned our lesson. Folks. They really were. So, so we had that conflict, um, and then of course the adorable kids have this like super secret mission to try to like bring them back together. Uh, and so we have our ending, which ends us at the film festival. Oh man, the film festival! Oh, I know. I, the, I feel like so when I say this movie was near perfect, I felt like the ending was not my favorite. No, it was kind of weird. I still liked it. Yeah, I. I don't know what I would have envisioned for a different ending, but I still I still enjoyed it. But something about it just felt off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What did you think about the short? I don't know if we if we saw the whole thing. It I don't think like, we did. They said in under eight minutes. Because uh, I was kind of confused. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the the river. What she did was she basically took his the you know the ancient story about the I forget their names, but you know the star stars. Cross, That's star what I lovers. thought. Yeah. yeah. So they're both stars. They're separated by the Milky Way or the river, and they, you know, they travel across to meet each other. They go through the forest. And there's, I'm sure, there's more to it. Okay, because I just saw them like going on the like lily pads. Yeah, but the one, the one then... firefly travels through frogs and birds and whatnot. And yeah, it was good. I mean, it was an, it was actually animated well. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I side. was actually impressed because I was like, "What, what you got for me?" Hallmark. I'd like to, I'd like to see. Yeah, oh my goodness, I'd like to see the whole thing because I think there's parts of it. Where I know like, that was one of my main qualms. Was like, I would, I would have wanted to see the whole thing. Did but... it give you, uh, give you, you know, memories of being back at film festivals and you know, watching? Did it give you memories it did. of? <laughs> but you're always there with me. Uh, no, I like that we got a film festival like i thought that was a neat idea it felt uh, like a, it felt like a genuine film festival for sure and i yeah it felt very authentic and authentic genuine, you know they real. do the little q a you've yeah. done those before i thought it was sweet i i got emotional when you know they asked her the question that she was like oh i didn't really want it to be a romance at first mm. and she's like oh until i met this really <laughs> important person who obviously she's talking about eric yeah i mean he's He's tearing up. I'm tearing up. I thought it was a really sweet scene. And then, you know, we get a kiss. Yeah, it was just it was just a weird kissing in the middle like that. And he, like, I, asks her a question, too, and then goes to kiss her. Like, I thought it was weird that they were kissing 
in like the crowd, like everyone was like around them. I thought maybe they go outside in front of the the lights, you know? (laughs) No, seriously, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Go outside and be like, hey, can we, can we talk outside for a minute? And then you have the beautiful billboard with the, the light to the top for your bokeh effect. That's where you kiss. You kiss outside. Oh, with like the marquee. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, the marquee, yeah. yeah. That would have been nice uh, because it didn't, it didn't feel, and again, I mean, this movie was very true to life. So right. maybe we didn't need the big marquee light up. Like maybe. it was showing us like, oh, they're just like in the crowd at the end of the film festival yeah. and it's happening. Uh, so that was different. You know? That's true. No, that's, that's a good point. I mean, they could have made a you know a point to do that. Um, I did like the transition into the future. Yes, I did like that. Uh, that it was nicely wrapped up mm-hmm. in a bow. As far as the kiss, I liked it, but I think that was where my major disappointment was. <laughs> is that I was like this romance you said a slow burn like building up. Like I felt more sparks in that. The hallway. In the foyer. The foyer. Then, the foyer scene. Uh, then, then I did when they actually kissed. And I don't know why that is. I did like that she pulls him back in. Yeah. I mean, we get some some interaction. I don't, I don't but think... it was closed-mouthed. Yeah. It was just more... And maybe that's Eric. You know, Eric's more reserved. There was a crowd of people. Kate's gonna... Well, I think we're so used to that, that big, passionate, open-mouthed kiss in these... Um, and sometimes we just need a nice soft kiss. At least with Nikki. I mean, you know, not everything's going to be sweet autumn. Yeah. We know that. But I guess I just, I don't know. I You're just, expecting more. I wanted a little more. Okay. No, I, 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 I agree with you. Yeah. I'm no, I'm no kissing expert in the romance <laughs> department, but uh, I, I would agree with you. I, I was expecting a little bit more. But I think the, the, fa- you know, the flash forward to the future made up for it. If we it, see the ring. If it had ended there, I would have been. I would be like, okay, come on, that would have been a miss. But the fact they go into the future and the kids are just kind of staring there, watching them make out in the park <laughs> with the dog was kind of weird. Um, it's like they're waiting. Okay, y'all are done kissing. Okay, we're gonna yeah. come run. Uh, it was. It was nice. I didn't even see the ring the first time. You had pointed out. So everything's wrapped up nicely, which. You know, and they're like, fine. let's go home. So give me, give me that happy ending. Thank God they end up together, right? Because poor Bruce. What would have happened oh, to God. Bruce? Oh, my God. It would have been awful. I would have been so mad at that shelter person. Just <laughs> ridiculous. This is your fault. This is your fault. Um, and that, friends, is Love to the Rescue from 2019. Please, please do yourselves a favor and watch this film. I, I can't recommend this one enough. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely up there. I'm one of my favorite mm-hmm. Hallmark movies now. And I have to say, there isn't a, a Sarah Montana movie that I haven't liked. I'm sad to say the one movie I haven't seen of hers is the last Christmas one she did with CCB. For some reason, we, we did, didn't watch we did, it. Did we not watch the CCB last? We didn't. What kind of Hallmark podcast are we? My I goodness. I am not sure. That is that is embarrassing. Should we say that on the <laughs> Should we really admit to that? I mean, we keep it honest here. Yeah, we do. We're going to catch it next time. I'm sure we will. Next Christmas. Sure will. Um, but yeah, just overall, great acting, great directing, great writing, great, great everything, honestly. Like, honestly, there's there wasn't a part of this film that fell flat. Everything just worked in tandem. Everything worked great. And we say this all the time. You can tell when people on set, the actors, the directors, everybody are having fun. There was so much fun in here. It, everyone was in a good mood and that translates into the end product just a wonderful job all the way around so. yeah even like all of the the people that she worked with like yeah. they were so fun and actually when i was doing a little research i thought it was funny that one of her uh animator people that she works with is the is the writer of the movie <laughs> sarah montana and i was like oh my gosh that's really cool so yeah. she just put herself right there in the movie there you go um i'm sure she wrote that in like has to be played by me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, all around this movie was fantastic. And I'm very happy that you enjoyed it as much as I did. I I absolutely loved it. Because that would have been a disaster. That would have been awful. Yeah. That would have been pretty bad. (laughs) Uh, But yes, thank you all for listening. This was actually our 40th episode, if you can believe it or not. I cannot believe it. That's crazy. 40 episodes. That's 40 movies. That's 80 hours. Oh my God. 80 hours of Hallmark movies (laughs) this year. Um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, honestly, it's been an absolute blast. And I just want to take this moment to thank you all for listening, writing in. We love hearing from you all. We've had some great conversations with some of our fans. So 
you know, we, we can't thank you enough for, for doing that, for, you know, the uh, reviews, the comments, the subscriptions, like all that helps us out. So thank you all for doing that. Yeah, and just all of the the amazing writers, directors, mm-hmm. you know, actors that have actually come on and spoken with oh, us. Yeah, like so that's been awesome. Uh, it's just been. It's like a peek into a whole other world. So much fun. Yeah. Uh, and I can't believe we've done forty of these already. Yeah. So big four zero. If if you guys keep listening, we'll keep, keep doing, doing them. Yeah. So thank you all. We'll be back next week with our summer fun. Was it, is it called summer fun? Summer nights, I think, Ooh, is what pretty. it's called. Okay. Which one is it? The Aloha one? Yes. That's uh, going to be interesting. Which I one. really enjoy her. Uh, so uh, Pascal Hutton okay. is the actress. Um, that one looks different. Yeah. I'm uh, excited to see them try some new things. Yeah. There's quite a few in the summer movies that I'm really looking forward cool. to. So. We'll be back with that next week, guys. Thanks, as always, and we'll see you next week. Yes, thanks.